Hello and welcome to Brentwood Stories. I'm DJ. I'm Sam. And this is Seven. Hi, Tevin. Hello. How you doing? Okay. Welcome to the podcast. You know, it's so funny. If you only know me from TikTok, you're going to realize how monotone I am. Because <laughs> I don't come off that way at all in the videos, but that's a I good way like- to get started. So yeah. you do the TikTok for the Brentwood Library. Tell us about that. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. So I feel like I, you mentioned it. You don't talk a lot. Why don't you talk a lot in the TikToks? Because a lot of our videos are just based off like other trends or sounds. So normally I don't have to talk. I'm usually lip syncing or like there's just no talking part at all. So the last part is just my face. Well, you have become the brand essentially of the Brentwood Public Library TikTok. You have been interviewed recently by Newsday. You were on TV for a news segment. Why is our TikTok blowing up? And just tell us about it. It's so weird that all these news publications are coming to us to talk about our TikTok. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't think our TikTok isn't that special. Well, there's one thing that is special. I'm on it. No, I'm joking. (laughs) But I think what makes our account unique is that we're pretty funny. I think our TikToks are actually kind of hilarious. If you do say so yourself. I think they are. We got that flair, that pizzazz. Exactly. And, like, we're fun. So, like, anyways, so, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) You can't, you can't see it. I am beyond nervous right now. Seven, why are you so nervous? Why am I so nervous? Because I'm an anxious person by nature. I've always been like this. Okay, but actually, though, so if you're, if you're a very nervous person. Yeah. Then how did you become the face of the TikTok? So ultimately, when we decided to make TikToks, we were initially just up re-uploading videos we were posting on YouTube and Facebook to TikTok. We weren't sure what to do with it. Then one day we were just like, let's just like, like, like we were, I think like I was just browsing through the For You page and I see all these trends happening. So why don't we do it? And like try to apply it to like library things or like book things, right? Now, book talk. And a lot of the trends require a person. Either you're doing a gesture or you're mouthing something, whatever, right? So someone has to be in it. And the plan was not me to be in the videos. I was just like the brain. Like I would come up with ideas. I will look at trends. But it was just easier if I was just in it. Even though I'm not someone that likes being on camera. Like when I first started, it was really like, this is not the right word, but cringe to like look at myself. And, like, watch back videos I was making, I was like, oh, well, that's, like, it's kind of funny. So I was like, okay, I'll just do it. Whatever. After, like, a few months of doing that, like, I got I got kind of used to, like, being on camera. And, like, except that, like, TikTok is a little goofy. I can have fun with it a little bit. And, like, it's a little non-serious. So. So you just had to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. <laughs> what is TikTok? What is TikTok? Right. Because the people who are listening to this podcast might have no idea what TikTok is. They might not. So TikTok is like a video platform, just like YouTube. But YouTube is typically, you know, it's on mobile or whatever. But it was primarily made for desktop for like widescreen viewing. But TikTok is focused more on mobile, portrait, and they're short. Most TikToks are generally under a minute. Guess what makes TikTok unique compared to other social media platforms is when you open the app, you your homepage is... It's just constantly feeding you videos that it thinks that you'll like, and it's really good at it. So that's how people end up staying on the app way longer than they anticipated. The thing about them, from my understanding, is they're very quick videos as well, typically. Yeah. So about what's the 
range you would say for any like length of a video you would make for TikTok? Most of them are under 30 seconds. Some are definitely longer than 30 seconds, but like I think the sweet spot we aim for is like 5 to 15 seconds, somewhere in that range. So tell them. Yeah. You're the face of the TikTok. You do all these things. Yeah. How did you become a librarian? How did how did this happen? This wasn't supposed to happen. That's the funny part. I know. I, I know. I've been here at this library specifically for, we're coming up on 10 years now. July 2nd, 2013, I started working here. But even before that, I volunteered here. So I started volunteering here. Maybe I was like 14. And from there, when I turned 16, I got offered a page here. From there, through hard work, I made my way up. So I became a library clerk at Circulation. Then at that time, I was going to school for photography. Then I transferred to Farmingdale State College to pursue graphic design. I guess they heard that. And they decided to put me in the publicity department where I started making flyers, posters, graphics for social media, graphics for the website, stuff like that. That's where I kind of like dipped my toe into social media. I was always present on social media. Definitely during that time, I was very much addicted to social media. So then we all know what happened in 2020, COVID hit. And then I was thinking about what I was going to do after graduating. I graduated in May 2020 with my bachelor's in graphic design. I was thinking about, well, what do I go from here? One of my options I was thinking about was pursuing a job in Manhattan because of COVID. Basically, everything shut down. I was reconsidering my career options. You know, at that point, I was working here for seven, eight years. I was like, hmm, do I want to be a librarian? And I looked at my options where I could go. One of them was Queens College. Because of COVID, it was all online. So I was like, hmm, that's really convenient for me. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just get my master's and become a librarian. So I did that. And now I'm here. How do you feel about the decision? I'm very happy. At first, I was very unsure. I was like, am I regretting this? Or like, am I, is this a mistake? Because like, I did go to school for four years for graphic design. And that is what I ultimately wanted to do. Even like when I was like in high school, I was like, oh yeah, graphic design, of course. So pivoting to librarianship was a very nerve wracking change for me. But ultimately because of my duties here, I knew I would still, you know, scratch that graphic design itch. Ultimately, like, I love working here, and I love helping the people here, and I love serving this community. So I said, screw it. So, YOLO. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, with your degree transferring over to library sciences, I mean, that's kind of the good thing about library sciences, is it's kind of ubiquitous, mm-hmm. and you can kind of come in from any background. So you bringing in your graphic design talents into the library space has translated very well into the outreach of it. So what other types of outreach have you focused on outside of maybe the TikToks? What I do publicity is mainly nowadays, like I still do graphic design work, but it's a lot of marketing. So we do outreach via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We also do in-person outreach. So when we go to these outreach events, we usually hand out brochures, flyers, bookmarks. I design all of it. So... Yeah. That beautiful newsletter you get at home, Kevin does most of it. I do. I do. It It is a pain in the butt to work on it, but I'm very happy how it comes out at the end of the about three, four week process of designing it. So 
And I know a lot of a lot of eyes look at it, so I want to make sure it's a really good product. It's very impressive. At least I tried to. We had some duds in the past, but that's okay. Well, I think that's the best part of hiring someone, and I guess a library degree in general, that anyone can get a library degree after you major in whatever in college. So we scored a graphic designer for the yeah. price of the librarian. Yeah. It's very strange. A lot of people wouldn't expect to have a librarian with these skills. And I'm very happy that, at least here at this library, they managed to utilize my skills very well. Yeah, I feel like people always talk about that. Like, Yeah, people don't. Um, we put out a TikTok. Um, it was like the day in the life of a librarian. And like, I go through like what I do in a day um, as a librarian. And we got like a few comments. It's like, where's the books? Where's this? You know, like the typical librarian things. It's like, well, librarians aren't just like, I feel like there's still this like um, stereotype, stereotype yeah. or like this image that librarians are still like old women that wear cardigans and like oversized glasses. But like, I purposely didn't wear glasses today. That's okay. But I did wear a cardigan. Well, I'm sorry. I love, I love a good cardigan. So I guess the side effect of that video is just to show that like, hey, librarians do other things too. You know, like we have so many librarians here that have like niche skills that are pretty cool. I think so. That are like outside of like what typical librarian skills are. Yeah, of course I can do the research part of like a librarian, or like yeah, I can do reader's advisory, or I can help you with a computer. Like I can do all that. But like it's pretty cool that like yeah, I do more than that. And I have the skills of like marketing, social media, graphic design, photography, website. What else do you got, Ted? What else can you do? I can do a lot. <laughs> See, I say that, but I can't think of anything else <laughs> other than what I just named. So, DJ, you got any special skills? Uh, all of them. I can pick up pretty much anything and be pretty decent at it. Yeah, I, f I feel like I'm. You're a quick. I feel yeah. like I'm a quick learner. Are you a quick learner? Yes. Okay. You know what it is? I, it's less so learning for me. More, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm very good at memorizing things. Okay. So I'm terrible at it. Yeah, I will just memorize how to do something, and that's how I know how to do it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Less so like a learning process. For my side of things, I think it's more of if I want to do something, I'll look up how to do it. And mm -hmm. then be able to replicate it exactly as I'm watching it. Uh, recently, I got into painting Warhammer minis. Uh, Mike said that he was painting minis for over 20 years. And I'm already doing better than him. Wait, would that be Mike Bono, our, our boss? Oh, yeah, that one. That guy. If you're listening on audio, there's a very large picture of our boss on the wall behind us. You should check out the video version on YouTube. Why? Because we think it's funny. It's also going to get him, like, a little upset. I know. I hope he doesn't but get mad at us. He's not going to get mad. It's okay. Now it's a picture of Shaq. <laughs> Wait, that picture was never there. Now it's gone. <laughs> Man. And bringing it back around. shooting sparkles. Wow. Justin, this is incredible. <laughs> Shout out to Justin. Justin is doing all the video work for us yeah, today. Yeah, Justin's, like, my second-hand man in publicity. He basically helps me with my everyday work. Yeah, so shout out to Justin. And when you're on camera, he's behind it. Oh, yeah, he does, yeah, he does all the video stuff for us. So if you see a TikTok where someone is magically holding this camera up, it's usually him. So whenever I go on TikTok and I see something that I think is really funny that I want us to do, I send it to Tevin. I know you do. And nine times out of ten, he probably doesn't do it. But what upcoming... Well, I definitely save it <laughs> for like another day. I'm so busy. What, what upcoming projects are you working on? So, I don't know when this is getting posted, but we have like three July. So, in July. So, I have already worked on marketing material for the big three things we got going on this summer. We have 
the Summer Concha Series, sponsored by Samuel Gonzalez. We have the Summer Tour, where patrons are going to go around libraries in Suffolk County. Okay, I'm so excited about this one. I'm going to talk about it. It's the Library Passbook Program, okay? Oh, it's the Summer Tour. You get a little passport, then you can go around... There's 54 libraries in Suffolk County, and you can go around and get a little stamp from all of them, and then after a certain amount, I think it's what, 20, 15, 25? I think it's 25. Yeah, so yeah. after you hit 25 different libraries, you're entered in for a raffle. There's three tiers. Yeah, so there, there's different there's tiers. There's three milestones that you can reach. You have to, I'm going to every library in Suffolk County this summer. See, I'm not going to do that. I'm every single one. I might hit Nassau too. I know it doesn't but count, but I'm still going. you to do it, even though I don't do it. But you should do it. DJ, you're going to do it? I have worked in enough libraries where it's just going to be awkward work, like, walking into them and knowing everything. Yeah, um, yeah. I, like, I feel like because of the Newsday article, like, people know me, know me now. I feel like that's more of an incentive for you to go. Like, like staff from another library. Like, say, oh, congrats. I'm like, what? Who are you? And it's because they saw it. I'm like, gosh. I feel like I'm at least local long island librarian famous i don't know so back back on topic we have the summer concert series sponsored by legislator samuel gonzalez we have the scls summer tour and we have the summer reading challenge yes all together now all together now that's the tagline for this year and we're i thought you were gonna say we have together. Prepared together and i was like i did not get that now. oh no no it's all together now yeah it's all together now community community we're celebrating we're going that's why the tour coincides with all together now think about it you're exactly. going to all these different it. little communities in our one big community exactly so whether you're a child teen an uncle an adult an adult you can sign up oh. there's cool prizes for everyone so you should sign up for the summer reading club if you don't but you really should you really should it's gonna be fun it's easy they're good prizes yeah plus you can read if you're already reading oh now you just get you free bonuses. Yes, and we actually changed the rules. So you don't have to, for adults anyway, you don't have to just read a book. You can read magazines, you can read mangas, you can watch a movie that you borrowed from the library. Listen to an audiobook. Yeah, listen to an audiobook. You fill out the form, it counts. Anyways, yeah. So that's the big three that, uh, when this gets posted, I already worked on marketing material for that and pictures of the scene, but including TikTok. Oh, really? Are, are we going to do my TikTok idea? Yes, we are. Oh, yes. Well, the idea is that we are. I don't know if we will, but we are. I'm planning do on Do I it. get to be in the TikTok? Of course. Amazing. It's your idea. Amazing. Plus, I'm so excited. Like five people in it, minimum. At least five people. Exactly. Are we going to do the dance? Of course we are. I'm so excited. You don't, you don't have, I'm so you don't excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So, Tevin, before we started recording, we yeah. were talking a little bit about you as a brand, right? Yeah. So you're obviously the face of our TikTok. What, yeah. What's your brand outside the library? What do you like outside of work? Oh, man. What am I outside of work? Let's start with how you dress outside of work. Is this your normal attire? Yeah. I have oh. only seen you in black so if ever. you're a frequent patron here at the library, you may notice that there is a male figure that walks around the library that only wears black. And that is me. Yeah. I like black. It's simple. Like, at some point, maybe, like, two years ago, I decided to simpl simplify my wardrobe. And one of the things I did was more or less cut all the color out of my wardrobe. Now, you'll occasionally find me in, like, beige. Beige. Yeah. Or maybe, like, a nice, like, cream color. I like cream. the exact opposite. Yeah. 
I pick all the ridiculous colors outside I know. of work. I you, like, color match everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I technically color match everything, too, but... I mean, like, yeah. yeah, but the color is black. Yeah. I mean, outside actually, of work, I just wear Hawaiian shirts all the time. I could see that. Yeah, but yeah. Outside of library, I just, just like this. Solid. Just more, just more jeans. I like band t-shirts. Solid. What yeah. bands? Metallica. Iron Maiden. Uh, Polyphia. Oh, Polyphia. I definitely got a couple of Polyphia tees. Um, Nirvana. That's it. That's well, because nowadays, I, even though, like, I'm, like, so growing up in high school, I was definitely, like, a metalhead kid. I definitely loved, like, metal. Like, that was, like, my introduction to music in general. Like, my, my I feel like my real introduction. Because growing up, the, fir- the first time I ever, like, listened to music, so my dad was a bus driver, and, like, he would, like, find, like, iPods on the bus, and he would, like, give them to me. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but we're going to say that. Solid. Yeah, so it would have like 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg, Neo, Usher. So like, I guess the first real like genre I got into was like hip hop and R&B. And then, but the first like genre of music that I like discovered myself that I, middle school all the way to college, like I loved was metal. Like I really got into like metal, classic metal, metal core, post hardcore. Did you ever go to Warped Tour? Oh, of course! I went... Every year from 2013 all the way to when did I stop? I stopped in like 20. Well, I think it ended in like 2017 or yeah, something. I think I went to the one before that one. That 2016, was 2016. I went to that one. 2016 was my last one. Yeah, I love Warped Tour, especially as like a high school kid where like it was actually somewhat affordable to go. At least for us, it was local on the island, so you didn't really have to travel. You just had to ask your mom to drop you off. But yeah, I loved Warped Tour. War tour was great. I'm sad it's not around anymore. I know. I think they technically still have it, but it's just like in California. Yeah, it's, not, it's like, like not the same at all. Yeah, it's not the same. Now. Yeah, I guess we should explain what War tour is real quick. Yeah, yep. what is War tour? War tour is like a. I'm sure it was worldwide because it was in Europe as well. Yeah, I think they did yeah. travel. They go over. around like city to city, and they you have like 50 plus artists on this tour, and they always pop up in like a parking lot. <laughs> well, the best part about War tour was that. Not all of them, but so many of the bands weren't popular enough or made enough money that they could afford to go on tour by themselves. So being a part of the Warped Tour meant that now they could do all these concerts, but they didn't have to bear the brunt of the expense. Yeah, I miss Warped Tour. Nowadays, I'm more into, like, pop. I like pop music. I'm a mainstream. I'm so upset I couldn't go to Taylor Swift's concert because the tickets were ridiculous. I might get new haters from that, but I do not listen to Taylor Swift. But I do love pop. Currently, my favorite artist is Five Seconds of Summer. I know you love Five Seconds. <laughs> I did when I was a teenager. Yes, Five, five Seconds of Summer, Five Sauce. Five SOS, Five Sauce. I saw them like three yeah. times. It was amazing. Yeah, it's so funny. And then I grew up. So. Yeah. She loved, so after they put out their first two albums, they had a sound change because they like became like men. So they stopped making like poppy it sound, punk. It sounds terrible that I stopped liking them when they became men. That does sound bad. No, I just became an adult and I stopped being obsessed with boy bands because I said, "Oh, I like boy bands." They don't like me back. Well, just don't have like a weird, <laughs> don't have a weird crush on them. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and now I like them because of their new sound. Other than like music, I, I play video games. I play Valorant. It's a free-to-play shooter on PC. I also play League of Legends. Ooh, yeah, that might give me haters too. But I play League of Legends. Um, it's an addiction. It is an addiction. Thankfully, I don't play as much. Anymore. What else do I do? Oh, I'm a big tech nerd. I love tech. I follow 
but primarily consumer electronics. I like following what's going on in the space. That actually brings me into a question. Sure. Is, um, so TikTok's become a trend. Yeah. So while you're following like tech, is there anything that's sticking out to you as maybe something that's another trend that might be upcoming? Currently, it's it's still we're still in the like like short form video is king because mm. we see other platforms adopting TikTok's model. You have Instagram adding Reels. You have YouTube with Shorts. So we're still in that. I don't see currently anything coming up in terms of like what social media. You have like the new Twitter alternatives coming up since it was purchased by Elon Musk. So you have like Mastodon, Blue Sky. Blue Sky is the other Twitter alternative, but they don't seem like they're going anywhere. As of this recording, there's currently a bunch of controversy with Reddit. The rumor is, I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's official, but they're increasing the price of their API to access their API. The API allows other developers to create apps for Reddit, but essentially with this change, it makes it unfeasible for these developers to support their Reddit app. And the goal, at least to me, is for them to kill all third-party apps and to have everyone move to the main Reddit app. And a lot of people do not like the main Reddit app. From what I'm seeing, it's looking like every social media platform seems to be hitting a bit of a decline with TikTok maybe hitting more of a branching out, going yeah. up, upwards trend. Well, the other rumor is Reddit is looking to go public. So they're trying to clean up the site or the app and trying to increase profitability. Because a lot of the third-party apps don't have ads, mm -hmm. which is Reddit's main revenue source. So but when you said that question, um, the thing that went through my head was the AI filter and cap cut. Oh, how did I miss that? No, <laughs> That's AI, all over my For You page. AI, AI is a massive trend currently in tech or in like every industry. You can't avoid it. Yeah, also like, like we use like we use Microsoft products here. They're implementing AI in it. All their services. Google's doing the same. You know Instacart? Yes. They have an AI bot in it too now. A, like to anticipate your purchases. Kind of. I think you just ask it to like, I want carrots or whatever. It's scary. It is genuinely terrifying. Like as a creative, like seeing what Adobe is doing with AI is like, there's, they, there's a new tool in the beta version of Photoshop where all you have to do is you create a selection. You tell it, okay, add a tree here or create grass here or remove this, remove that. It'll just do it. And it looks so good. It looks so real. That is terrifying it is terrifying you know what this reminds me of do you know um i don't remember which marvel movie it was but it was the one where like iron man created the thing and then it took the tesseract and became like this huge giant robot but it was really just all artificial intelligence yes it, it was so scary age of ultron was not a good movie i think it gets a lot more hate than it deserves i think so too i think tevin's a hater i'm not a hater you sound a little bit like a hater. I mean, I'm a little bit. You said like four things. You're like, I don't like this today. Oh, you want to be a hater? You want to be a hater again? I hate traveling. <laughs> I don't hate traveling. Hold on. I actually don't. I actually don't hate it. I hate flying. Why do you hate flying? I feel so anxious. And I'm 6'3". I'm never comfortable on a flight. Ever. I haven't been on a flight since I was a child. So I've only ever been on a plane by myself. Uh-huh. And it's incredibly lonely to go to the airport and fly on a plane by yourself. I don't know how people do that, like, on the regular. Really? Yeah. I hated it. Oh. I was sitting there eating a burger in, like, like, Maryland, just, oh. like, sad. So how are you, like, when you're, like, when it comes to doing anything by yourself? 
I hate it. Oh, okay. I have anxiety. Oh, okay. See, that's weird. I don't get anxiety. Yeah, I like doing things by myself. Not well, always. I mean, I like doing things by myself at home. Oh, okay. But like, but like, well, you going go places okay, okay. by myself oh. is scary. Well, like, like, could you go to a movie theater by yourself? Could I? Sure. Would I? No. I mean, I do it. All I think that's weird. I don't know. It's, it's not weird. I don't know. To me, like, I can't I, do it. I'm just there to see a movie. I got used to it when I was like between jobs i was working two jobs but i had like a three hour gap yeah <laughs> so there was a good while where i was just going to the movies every couple weeks yeah. alone and just sitting there dressed as i am now watching a movie yeah just watching were they movie. good movies not always sometimes i just went in to watch trash oh do you remember movie pass Oh god, that mistake! Yes, so I had it. That's when I started going. That's that's when I started going to movies by myself. Because you can see a movie every day for free. You just have to pay ten dollars a month. That that's another topic too, though, is subscription models. Yeah, like oh, it's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting a little ridiculous. We're getting to a point where piracy is just going to start popping back up. Yeah, people will start pirating once it's no longer convenient the subscription because netflix is just changing right. things over now right and i know it, it they want it to stick to one household there's too many hoops to jump through now just so you can watch netflix at like your hotel room or if you even want to find something but it's in the mire of oh it was owned on netflix for a yeah. while and now it's on hulu yeah because the license ran out yeah they sold it to whatever subscription service decided to buy it it's just impossible to keep track of like yeah where anything is so like when spotify became really big i think it was the ceo he says something along the lines of like the way you fight piracy is you create a service that's more convenient than pirating yeah think about what before like the napster age and limewire oh yeah so before that if you wanted music you had to what you had to go to like your local best buy or target pick up the cd right you put it into your laptop you burn it and then you transfer it to like your MP3 player or whatever, right? Or yeah. you go to your local library and borrow it from the library. Get there. <laughs> well, you could. Oh yeah, well yeah, you could have done that back then too. Oh, I got back up more. So remember, so when iTunes came out, yes. I think they also said something similar. It was like, well, we're gonna make something more convenient. So like, if you like one song off an album, you have to buy the whole album, right? But with iTunes, each song was like ninety nine cents. You could just buy the one song you like. And once you bought it, it automatically synced with your iPod. Yeah, I remember that. I remember getting gift cards where it was like $25 and mm-hmm. iTunes gift cards. So I was like, ooh, 25 songs to add to my MP3 player. Yeah. Then the next step was music streaming. So what Spotify did was like, okay, you pay a monthly fee, then you get to stream all this music whenever you want. And they still also have free options as well. Exactly. Music has never been more convenient than right now. This is a great time to plug that um, at the library, we have a service called Hoopla and Canopy. In addition to borrowing audiobooks and ebooks and those two things, you can also stream certain movies. You also have free gold for music. Check out the library. Whatever you're looking for is not on those services. You always just borrow the DVD or the Blu-ray. And if you don't have a DVD player, sometimes the Xbox will play it too. I think what a lot of them are running into is like, oh, we need to make money now. You got up the fees, or they just gotta be more strict with like account sharing. I worked out the best deal of life. Okay, so I had ads on my Hulu, right? Yeah. But it was a Spotify and Hulu bundle. Oh, I, I have paid that one. Ten dollars. Yeah, I have that one. Yeah, it's great.
I don't use Hulu that much though, so I don't get, I'm not getting that much out of it. But I use Spotify every day. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because even like even like some users are getting fed up with Spotify too. Because you're supposed to receive like no ads, but like they don't give you like ad like real ads, like well, typical like sponsor reads, like banner ads. But what Spotify has been doing is they just like because if you are an artist on Spotify, you have the option to promote your music to people who would listen to you or that actually listen to you. So when I open the app, sometimes it's like, hey, check out. It's, yeah, it's, it's an so ad much, to listen so, to a certain so, person. So, 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 new album. Like, sometimes, oh, it rubs me the wrong way a little bit. But, yeah, but then I tried Apple Music. Yeah, I don't like Apple Music. So I just, I stick with Spotify. It's also, like I said, it's still convenient to have Spotify. Yeah, and yeah. once it loses that sense of convenience. Like I said, like I said, once once it's no longer convenient for the user, I think they're just going to go back to piracy. or like just, We're going back to LimeWire, baby. Yeah. Which also seems to be a trend with some of the social media networks where they're becoming oh, more prohibitive. Some of them are some of them are getting real pushy. When it comes to ads, like at least for me with Instagram, it, they keep shoving stuff that I don't care for anymore. At least for me, because like I guess it depends like when you decided to use Instagram is what you use it for. I signed up when it came out. It was just photos. So it really annoys me when they keep shoving videos down my feed. I just want to look at pictures of like my friends or things I like, and that's kind of it. And then that also can bring us back to advertising in a way mm-hmm. with your job here is yeah. a way to advertise the library. TikTok has been very interesting or an interest, interesting avenue to advertise the library because we're reaching such a much wider audience than we have ever before. Before, let's say Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The only people that would see our posts or what we're like promoting on our pages was people who went out of their way to follow us, right? With TikTok, because of the algorithm and the For You page, it's constantly showing our content to people that are not following us. But they're showing it to people that are interested in our type of content. And that's how we grew our following. You know, it's through the For You page. Now, uh, algorithms and AI, what's the difference between the two? For the listeners, I actually don't know. I mean, I, I guess that's uh, all part of the evolving field. If I it. had to guess, it's like you know how like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. I think the algorithm is a type of artificial intelligence or like machine learning. Yes, I know we've had a machine learning program here. Yes, uh, recently, two weeks ago from June six. In my mind, the difference between them is an algorithm is learning patterns where ai is learning period that sounds right that sounds mind, like right. an algorithm is like like tiktok my for you page it's memorizing the type of things that i like so it oh, can show me more it's taking the data from you so it's seeing how long did you watch this video did you like it did you share it did you save it how many times did you watch did you comment those will take into consideration of all those factors and like give it like a like a fake score, like a score that the algorithm understands. Give a score of like eighty out of a hundred. Okay, this video got eight out of hundred. So then the video also has also to kind of algorithm understand what kind of video it is because you it got a eighty out of a hundred. Okay, it's going to try to show you more types of those videos. Yeah, that's how I believe how the algorithm so- works. Another portion of my understanding of it is from Mr. Beast and how he got so popular was through studying thumbnails and all the stuff of like 
the popular videos. Yeah. And then he just started popping up everywhere by following that almost formula yeah. to it. It's crazy how many people know that Mr. Beast exists. His videos just garner so much attention. And what can you possibly learn from that for advertising the library? At least for our TikToks or our like short porn videos, the kind of fast-paced editing style, and like for our, at least for our YouTube channel, more captivating thumbnails that will get you to like if you're browsing YouTube, get you to stop and look at our video and maybe watch it. I recorded a video with Tevin and Justin, and it was a "What's in my bag?" Oh, and geez. after we recorded the whole thing, they both were like, "Okay." Now we need to take a photo for the thumbnail. Make a f good face. And I think it was okay. Let's take that face and put it on the uh, picture over here. <laughs> I, had a, I had a different hair color. Every time I've been in a video for the Rowan Public Library, I've had a different hair color. Very nice. Interesting. I've had the same hair for years. How are we doing on time? I'm going through a phase. Oh, we're over time. We're over. We're over? We've been over time. How long are you talking? Uh, Probably an almost hour. an hour. Oh wow! I think that's a great call. It's a half-hour yeah. podcast. Yeah, I am talkative. You know, I'm shy and introverted. I do like talking. I knew I was going to get it out of you. I wasn't worried. Thank you for coming and talking to us on this special video version of the Brentwood Stories. Thank if you, you want to check out our content on TikTok, it is at BrentLibNY. Also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitch. YouTube. Now on YouTube, we got the at, at BrentLiveNY. Spotify. Uh, oh yeah, find Brent everywhere. Oh yeah, find Brent with Stories on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we also, if you're a teen, listen to Average Brent with Teens, where a bunch of our patrons that are teens just talk about stuff. Also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Oh, we're also, also on YouTube now. Um, YouTube now supports podcasts natively, so you can find Brent with Stories and Average Brent with Teens on YouTube. And Twitch with Mr. Poe. Oh, yeah. If you're a Mr. Poe fan, you can catch him on Twitch. And thanks for coming, Ken. Thank you, Of Tab. course. Thank you for having me. To watch the special extended version of this episode, be sure to check out the Brentwood Public Library's YouTube channel.